Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're really excited because we've got Daniel Bear and Quinn Billadu on the show with us. These guys are totally awesome. They're out traveling the country right now. They're living life. They're investing in land. We're going to have a good conversation with them today. The good thing about today is it's episode 301. That means we did not stop the podcast. That is true. Do you want to talk about plumbing real fast? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, before you get excited over yeah. there. Yeah. You right. got so excited on your intro, I had to jump in. <laughs> well, everybody knows who Plum is at this point. I don't even know if we have to talk about them, but if you have a property you need funding for, Plum is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. Truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor, go check out the website. It's pluminvestmentgroup.com. Thank you. Now, now episode yeah, 301. Right. Nope. 301. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just always doubt me. You threw me off and jumped in early. I know. I know you were so excited, but it is fun today because if you've done any land investing over the last, I don't know, four years and you've looked at Lands of America, Land Watch, you've seen a guy in an orange puffer jacket sitting next to a mountain. I think there's a dog in there and you see the name Open Road Lands. That is Daniel Barry. He's an old friend of mine, but a new guy on the show. So Daniel, thank you for coming on and joining us today. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's great to hear you. You swung by Fort Worth, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago on your, I guess your second stint, because it was, you stopped at Santa Fe first, but on your first stint to go kind of travel the country, meet some land investors. And I think we want to hear about that and kind of what the plans are. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like this last year, like kind of the word that's been on my mind mainly is like just connectedness. I feel like with the land business, we're all sort of just working behind our computer in our own houses. And I just really want to Kind of like break through that barrier and just meet up in real life with more land investors i feel like i've had like an opportunity to really get to meet some great people like right now we're staying with harry asnian we've been here for three weeks now and i definitely consider him one of my one of my best friends at this point and that he came out of doing the land investing business so i kind of want to just like open the door and see where else you know this journey kind of takes me i think what y'all are doing is really cool because like justin said i knew of daniel bear before because I had seen your name on places and uh, when you came in town you kind of said to me when we were having breakfast what you just said now and I think that's awesome life of a land investor is in an office behind a computer for the most part and it's really good to get out and meet other people mm. like Quinn we don't want to like leave Quinn hanging no, do we? Quinn, you wanna, Quinn. Quinn's on the journey as well Quinn you want to jump in tell us about yourself hey uh, yeah my name is Quinn Bildew thanks for having me on the podcast I'm traveling with Daniel Bear longtime friend of Daniel's Kind of doing a, an internship of sorts to learn about the land investing uh, business. Awesome. Cool. Daniel, kind of rewind us. Give us a brief history of your land investing. Um, if there's certain markets you do, kind of what you do and look for in land investing. And then we'll kind of roll into this journey and talk more about it. Because I think a lot of us, like for myself, I can speak for myself, Adam could pack up today and go and live, in the, live this nomad life. But for a lot of us, we're going to live vicariously through you because I want to check back in with you in this year because I think the plan is a year. But kind of tell us how you got to this point and how you got started in land investing. Yeah. So I started learning about it like in 2015 and started to kind of go down that path. I guess my first, like right out of high school, actually, I bought a piece of vacant land and I had a mobile home on it. And I've just since then been collecting rent on that. I never really realized the potential. Um, so I kind of wanted to continue going down that path and just figuring out how to make real estate work for me. Um, and so far, it's, it's uh, accomplished that. 
Yeah. So I, I originally I just started out like anybody just doing small deals. And then I wanted to, you know, I, I, I didn't really have much capital. I was just an elementary art teacher. Um, so my, I don't know, making like 32,000 a year. And I, I guess at this point, it's pretty great when you can do a flip and make that in one, one deal. It's like pretty exciting for me. Yeah, yeah. So but I originally just started, yeah, do, like I said, doing the small ones and then wanted to just try to meet up with more people virtually um, and started using a lot of different money partners. Um, so through using them as money partners, I, that's probably where it all started, like building these connections and relationships with, with a handful of people. We probably had, we're working with 20, 20 plus different money partners at that time. And so since, since then, I've kind of gotten away from that just because the business has grown and using just my own capital and kind of doing money pools at this point for, for my investing, uh, which has been a, a great transition for me. So when I hear other people's money and people getting started in the business, I think your name, because what I saw you do early on in your business to turn other people's money into helping your business grow was just, was really, if somebody wrote a storybook about how to make that work, you did that. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, go get other people's money, but they don't know where to go. And you built a, I remember if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, Trello board where you had your deals you post up and it was first come first serve. So you had to be kind of quick on the trigger if you wanted to fund one of your deals. Yeah. I would say like, as far as like looking back at doing that board, I, I suppose like the real, like where I found the real value was by being able to connect with other land investors that were also in the business so that they were, now they have an invested interest in helping me grow as well. Just like teaching me things. Like I know you, especially like Justin, um, would get on a call and talk about a property we had and you would like look at it completely different and give me like a solution on how to an exit strategy. And I, I just thought that was that's, that's where the real value was. It wasn't that you were funding the deal. I mean, that was great. But I do think that the reason I am where I am at this point is based off of just working with people like yourselves and many different people from many different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. Working with people is definitely uh, very key in this, right? That's why we have all this open dialogue with everybody. I'm sure Quinn, you can probably speak to that, like working or interning with Daniel, like you said, it's had to have been pretty good so far. Can you kind of tell us what that's been like? Yeah, absolutely. I really think uh, something Daniel says a lot, getting around a mentor or a person who's, you know, very much active in what you're trying to accomplish is like the fast track for sure. So it's been, it's been just awesome. Like every little question I have, although I've been trying to not totally take up all of Daniel's mental capacity. Uh, no, it's just, it's really awesome to work with people. Yeah. One on one. Actually, I don't know if y'all know this, but one thing y'all said while we, when we met a few weeks ago, um, Daniel, you said it like, Y'all start each day with, I don't know if you said affirmations, but basically you talk about what would make the day great. Did you know, Justin and I, after that day, Justin and I did that for an entire week. Oh yeah. How'd it go? <laughs> the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. And I say that because I love the idea of it, but I'm so just process it as it comes in and spit it back out that it was hard for me to sit down at the day and say, you know what, this is the one thing that's going to make my day great. And it really humbled me in a way. And I, I don't want to say thank you for that. Because if I can't tell what's going to make my day great, just that day, that 24-hour period, how do I know what's going to make my life great? And that really humbled me in a, in a way that I was like, wow, I, I can't even figure out my day sometimes. How am I going to figure out my life? And so it really made me step back and look and reevaluate a lot of the things that we do and don't do. And it, I, I say thank you for that, but it, it was hard. It was really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for me, like when I, when I look at that book and, and, and I write those down in the morning, I, it's, it's not really even at the, to do like business related at this point. Like the things I have to like really think about is like, 
what's going to make my, my day great on a personal basis, you know? So it's like, it's going to be traveling. It's going to be community. It's going to be spending time practicing the cello, which yeah. I was just trying to learn. And you know, it's all, all these things, which like sometimes don't seem as natural as, you know, cause like in the business, I, I do it eight hours a day for the last several years. I almost feel like I'm on autopilot at this point. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I will say that it was kind of, it was easier when I brought, like you said, community in or traveling for me, it's like outside or nature. So when I brought those two in the mix, it was easier to find something like, Hey, I haven't talked to my grandparents in a while. Let me call them and check on it. And then how it morphed from there. So I'd call my grandparents and my grandma wouldn't answer, but my aunt answers. And I talked to her for an hour on the phone and we both needed it, but didn't know we needed it. So seeing that morph happen was really cool. But to write down at the beginning of the day, I was going to say, it's probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to come up with, you know, to make that day great, to write down that one specific thing. It was tough because I, I couldn't do it a lot of times. Like it was, it was a struggle, but Adam held me accountable. He called me every morning and said, Hey, what's it going to make, what's going to be today to be great. And I think the funniest one for me was I want to do something spontaneous. And he calls and says, Oh, I'm about to go get breakfast. And I was like, cool. Where are you at? He's like, oh, I'm pulling up to our friend owns a restaurant in downtown Fort Worth. He's like, I'm about to pull up to the restaurant. I was, I was on the bike at the gym. I was like, all right, cool. I'll meet you there. Jumped off the bike, jumped in the truck and drove 25 minutes to meet him there. So definitely a, a, a neat perspective. It made the rest of the day amazing. I think it was probably because he was just on a bike. He didn't want to be riding a bike anymore at the gym. He was just- <laughs> I, I was six miles into a 12-mile ride and said, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But now that was cool. So how, how has uh, life been on the road, like trying to work and make things great each day, like getting work done? Because we, we saw y'all's rigs. We saw where y'all are living. And it didn't look like the idea office to me, <laughs> but they are cool. Yeah. So how does that transition work? Going from, you know, set up at home, having all your tools right there in your hand, now being car, you know, car and van, bound using uh, i guess other people's offices yeah I mean, it's, it's great right like the setup we have here is, is awesome like we have a works we're in the same workspace as harry and his, his wife that also runs the business and so we're just you know any questions we have like we just bob over and just help each other out like right away it's just kind of a you know a quick quick helpline so that's that's been awesome and just we're both we're all working you know pretty much eight hours a day and then playing on the weekends so yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, I, I would say like, if anything, it's like increased our productivity substantially. Yeah. Wow. Well, awesome. I guess you got somebody there that you can't front, like I'm a land investor all day and you can't be watching TV. You got somebody else keeping you accountable. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is like, you're like a in-person mastermind almost. If there's four people that are in the land business, all working on the same spot, I bet that brings some pretty good energy and keep you motivated, keep you moving. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the next spot we're going to, we'll be back. We're going back to Austin, Texas. So we're going to, we have like an Airbnb uh, place that we'll be staying there. So that there'll be just the two of us. And so we'll be able to kind of focus. Just- nice. Well, can I throw this out there for anybody that's in Austin, that's a land investor and wants to hook up, reach out. Uh, is there a way they can get a hold of you so that y'all can set that up? Yeah, probably just through my Facebook would be great. Yeah. Quinn, what's it been like for you? Like as a new investor, did you have any uh, ex- expectations of what this was going to be like? Well, yeah. I mean, the land business, I think the more you get into it, the more, you know, the devil is in the detail. You start to learn, I think, more the, the complexity of what maybe seemingly is, is more simple from the outside. But, but like in anything, I, yeah, just digging in and kind of connecting the dots in a lot of ways. I, I would speak to, to that whole, as uh, far as like traveling and going to other people's spaces, I, I'm kind of surprised. I've kind of got the understanding from Perry um, and Mikey, the couple we're staying with now that I think um, it kind of makes the whole workday more special. So I think we all kind of show up like a, a bit more charged than if we were just doing the, you know, the remote style through your computer. So I think there's kind of a cool synergy on this trip of like being actually in someone's space physically. 
But yeah, it's it's going good. I, I think um, probably as a newbie, it's just getting lost in like the processes and like trying to read different listings, you know, every, all the information is always laid out differently and looking at stuff fast and trying to remember numbers is probably my biggest struggle. Have you had any interesting newbie stories? Anybody calling screaming at you yet? <laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Yeah. That's why we have Pat live. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, you shielded him from all that. You got to let him take a couple calls live, like go to that first mailer and let him just like wear it out. He's totally being protective. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, you know, to speak to one thing, the, which is, I feel like kind of was surprising to Quinn was just this, you know, when people come back and they make like a counter offer on some of these, these larger scale deals, mm-hmm. And then just to kind of like standing your ground and just saying like, this is the best I can do. And like, we've had like two pretty big deals go through and like, just by saying like, this is all we can do. Like, if it doesn't work for you, that's fine. When you say uh, you have, you have what they want, you know, they don't have what we want. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I think about that on the, like both on this buy and the sell side, right? Like when we're buying, they want our money and we want their land and then it flips over the other way, but it's just good to keep that in perspective the whole time. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we did a podcast here recently about that. He who has the gold. Oh yeah, and the gold could be either the knowledge of the land or the, the actual money. And it's uh, you, it's fun that you say that because that's one of the, the things that a lot of us transition through is being confident and knowing, hey, this is what it's worth to me. I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to lose money on this deal just to make you happy. And and you almost get brash to a point. I don't want to say brash in, in a mean way, but you come callous to it. You just say, ah. So that is what it is, man. I, I'd love to do business with you, but this is what I can do. And so I've had them where they get mad about it. I'm like, no, this is the best offer. They get mad and they go away. And then a couple of days later, it'll come back. Okay, I'll take your offer. You know, it's like, perfect. There's so many deals to be had. You don't have to make them work because the ones that are right will work. Cool. Well, anything that you could give advice to somebody that's deciding to go on the road with their show, what, what, if one piece of advice you'd give, and I, I'll ask that question to both of you, Daniel, if you'll go first, one piece of advice you'd give to somebody that decides to go virtual or on the road from their home base and, and live that van life. Yeah, I would, I would just like say, I mean, right now it's like difficult with COVID, but just get really familiar and comfortable, like being in, in public spaces. Like I really love just like going, I like love working out of libraries, coffee shops, going to colleges and also like co-work spaces, like all those, all those things, like just get comfortable, like moving around and like have your monitor, have your like your little computer and just, yeah, just get used to that. that that's set up. Like, I, I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. I love, love working out of coffee shops. It's like, they just have good aura about them. Like they're fun to be in. Totally. totally. Quinn, Quinn? anything? Yeah. Boy, I would say just, um, if you're hesitant about getting out there and you you feel like it's going to be more distraction, I would offer that a lot of times that different viewpoint, different perspective, like leads to all kinds of nuggets of possibility in a positive way. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, guys. We we want to reserve you for another time later this year because we want to hear how this journey has evolved and what's taken place. But I, I think it'll be good to hear, you know, the three weeks into the journey and then where we're at six months, a year into this. And if you aren't following Daniel or Quinn on social media, make sure you find them. If they're coming to your town, they'd love a space to park their, their van and their car or just meeting for some breakfast sometime. Yeah, so Daniel, you, you want to give us your social media stuff? Yeah, it's Bear Daniel M is my is my facebook so okay cool quinn i'm I'm kind of flying under the radar on the social media so much uh probably the best way is yeah reach out to daniels <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how uh, quinn's instagram is also bear daniel m or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you definitely can check out my instagram um 
it's just a, a Quinn Bellevue. Okay. Okay. Cool. cool. All right, guys, we'll put that in the uh, show notes if we have show notes, the blog part we send yep. out. Um, but we really appreciate you guys coming on. It's been great meeting you guys and uh, so far hearing about the story and the journey. I'd like to continue hearing more about it, but thanks. Yeah, great. And I'm going to reiterate the fact that I'll never get to do what you are doing right now. So I'm living vicariously through you too. So make me proud, make me want to do it and make me even more jealous of that nomadic lifestyle you are getting to live right now. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys for everything you're doing, like sharing the good content. It's great. Yeah. It's I always travel on this podcast, so thank you. Cool, guys. Cool. We appreciate it. Thank All right, guys, that's it for today. Uh, we hope you have a solid day. As always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. We love you. See you Friday. See you guys.